Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm a guy with a camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. <laughs> oh, bon Jovi, <laughs> Good evening, Ben. Hello. How are you? Hi. Good. You're looking well? <laughs> I'm looking stiff. Rested? Rested? Yeah, yeah you seem... I have been sleeping a lot. You seem a lot in better spirits now than what you were when I saw you about a week and a bit ago. But before we get into that, wow. let's... Cheers. Viva. 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 What we have in front of us is fruit juice. Is a non-alcoholic beer. Because I'm doing dry July. Well, it's less than 0.5%, so well, they have to say that. And so this is Yearboy by Gage Rhodes, XBA, 14 on the bitterness scale. 14 on the colour scale, apparently there's a colour scale quite, as well. It is quite, I was surprised how bitter, dark it was. What do you think? Yeah, it's fine. It's like going to Macca's for a salad. Or is it, or, or is it <laughs> going to a prostitute for a hug? There's <laughs> no point to it, really. Is there? It's not bad. Domenica was into these and heaps normal during the pregnancy days. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't buy it. Let's say if it was 5% alcohol, I wouldn't yeah. buy it. No. Um, so after more than a year doing the podcast, finally, we're drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Anyway. Come on, Domenico, pop up. What do you got? Microphone. <laughs> oh, here we go. How's your, how have you been since we last did the podcast? Oh, yep, yeah. here's our next guest. But how have we been? Oh, I'm going. Yeah, you're going. Since you last saw me, you came second in golf. Well done. Yeah, first where, time, first time ever. Where did you come? Last, dead last. <laughs> I think I'm still still playing. <laughs> the worst round of golf of my life. I think I hurt my back, and then the following Sunday, I was not able to like stand or walk properly. And then Monday, the same. Tuesday uh, was slightly better. So I've been pretty shit for the last <laughs> week. Jeez. Yeah. Unlucky. Hmm. Yeah. Unlucky, and you slipped the disc. So, what's happened with that? Is, was that from golf? I don't know. Could have been from golf. Could have been from powerlifting. <laughs> could have been from PlayStation. Me, me carrying this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> with your wit. Yeah. Could have been from anything. It's just a wear and tear thing, and because where it is, there's nerves yeah. attached to it. So, it's like a stabbing pain in my spine. It's really fun. Make sure you get it. Or ready for your um for our surf trip. In well, September. worst case scenario, I'll just sit on the beach and record you guys having fun. <laughs> and, and actually, we have our next guest or our today's guest. So our today's guest is Heidi, my very tall auntie, who grew up in Germany and came to Australia and then returned to Germany. And we're going to talk about yes, yeah, some I reckon some cool things that very few of us have really experienced or know about so let's welcome Heidi she's just waiting she's almost like behind the curtains waiting yeah, to storm through the, yeah coming from the green room <laughs> I mean I had a couple of inappropriate questions to ask before we started though. That's Heidi the next week. she has a good sense of humor so yeah but not disgusting <laughs> <laughs> hello Heidi hello Hi. thanks for joining us today yeah you're welcome I appreciate it not everyone likes to jump on the podcast not our podcast anyway <laughs> <laughs> we'll see I'm actually quite new to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe so that's why. Maybe afterwards, maybe once you listen to one of the podcasts, you think, <laughs> can you delete that one? <laughs> yeah. 
maybe did you mention it Heidi or did I mention it maybe even Domenica mentioned you would be an interesting guest with sort of your history born in Germany just after the war lived through that post-war period in East Germany mm-hmm. and then moved to Australia so I wanted to ask where did you grow up in Halle yep and Saale yeah which is East Germany near Leipzig yeah might be interesting yeah uh, yeah and what can you remember because obviously that's after the war probably mm-hmm. things were maybe a little bit run down or or how was it well things were actually gray yeah gray gray you know yeah. like um, yeah there wasn't much paint I mean there wasn't much um, to have after the war yeah It was pretty difficult. Yeah. It was difficult for mum to get anything. Mm-hmm. But because she was pregnant, she could get more things on the black market, of course. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, because um, that were not possible, you know, for everybody else to get. So she actually looked after the family, like uh, my, or her mother-in-law yeah. and her sister-in-laws and, you know, all that. Everybody sort of tried to do their best mm-hmm. to get things. Yeah. doesn't matter whether it was furniture or food. Yeah. So things were very scarce. Yeah. 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 And was the area that you grew up, was that affected? Were a lot of buildings bombed during the war or...? No, actually... Um, that was more Dresden War, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... No, Halle, I don't remember seeing many buildings that were bombed, mm-hmm. you know. Actually, in fact, um, uh, I saw um, 1982 when I visited my auntie uh, in Dresden, mm-hmm. I saw still buildings that were bombed, you know. Yeah. And uh, one of the churches that uh, has been rebuilt now was... Um, Well, it was just blocks of stones everywhere. In a way, I thought it was a pity that they built it again, rebuilt it, even yeah. though it's nice, it, you know, lovely. But um, I think it was sort of, it's sort of a reminder. And, and when you talk about, like, for example, kids in your age, or, yeah. you know, Yeah. Kids like us, yeah. Well, <laughs> well you are, yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, you can't imagine it. Yeah. But when you see, um, well, was in Trümmer? Um, uh, uh, ruins. Ruins, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it, it gets more visible. You, you, you can get into it more, yeah. I think, yeah. than just... Um, you understand it. Yeah. Seeing photos is not the same. Mm-hmm. And then, so you spent the first 12 years of your life in Germany, in 11. East, 11, in mm-hmm. East Germany. Mm-hmm. And then how did you move to Australia? What was the process? <laughs> well, actually, it started off as a joke. Yeah. Um, because, um, well, uh, uh, apartments were scarce, mm-hmm. right? So... Uh, People had to share, whereas today um, 
or before the war there was one family in this apartment now there were three wow so you know you had one room yep. shared a kitchen shared the uh, toilet of course uh, no bathrooms um, well you had to wash in basins or once a week in a tub okay. <laughs> and you had to get the water like you know, boil the water, put it in the tub, and then wait till the tub was full enough so you could have a bath. Yeah. Which, which would have been pretty, would have been the most pleasant feeling in the winter when you've got zero degrees outside. And it's well, the bath, I mean, seeing there wasn't a bathroom, yeah. you actually had it in whatever room you had, you okay. know, whether it was a kitchen mm-hmm. or, and where the bathtub fitted. Yeah. Because they were, what do you call them? So, like tin oh, bathtubs, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. You could move them around at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it um, wasn't easy, but it was normal. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you didn't know anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, anyway, it started off as a joke because yeah. mum and I had to move around quite a bit. And um, my grandmother came, or your great-grandmother, yeah. and uh, she said, oh, she said, you know, there's someone, uh, uh, she's got a son and uh, uh, he wants to get married again, but he wants a German mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. And children are no uh, obstacles, like, you yeah, know, yeah. he likes children and, yeah, well, um, that was um, something for mum because mum just wasn't looking for a husband. She yeah. was looking for a father as well. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, she sort of considered it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, things didn't go too well in the factory she was working in. So um, she asked me, well, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I knew what it was like before the war only through uh, stories that my grandmother told me. Yeah. Or both grandmothers, but the one in the city could tell me more. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't that much change in the villages. Yeah. And um, 1958, I was in West Germany for the first time and I saw the difference between East and West. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it was immense, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, for example, we couldn't get any chewing gum okay. or balloons. Yeah. I won't tell you that's true about <laughs> balloons. It's true about... 99 red balloons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, uh, it... Uh, um, yeah, you could you could get chewing gum, you could get chocolate. Even though I must say, um, I didn't miss out on sweets. I okay. did not miss out on food at all. Even though it was, you know, a bit harder to get or um, mm-hmm. get to that later. Um, anyway, Mum asked me if I wanted to go, and of course, yeah. Well, I saw chewing gum, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was different, a different story altogether because um, mum uh, could not um, stand in, uh, in a... What was the Anstehen. Ah, she couldn't line up? Yeah, yeah. She had problems with that because yeah. 
mum was not well. Yeah. I mean, I knew mum only working in hospital or in rehabilitation. So she wasn't able to stand for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So she arranged that I would do the shopping mm-hmm. and she would do everything else. Okay. Um, so you came back with just chewing gum? <laughs> <laughs> In all different flavours. <laughs> Dinner is strawberry chewing gum. <laughs> you have to get some sort of pass to go between east and west. Yes, Germany, so. yes, yes. Um, Mum went with me. Actually, she uh, um, visited uh, school friends because Mum was Catholic. Yeah. And East Germany or Halle like, is more um, Protestant. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in order to go to communion, the Catholic children, when mum was 10, um, they were sent to West Germany for, I don't know, a few weeks or, or maybe two months or something like that, to go to communion over there. But on their own, no, no parents. Right. Right? So they were strangers. Yeah. And anyway, she made friends because she had to go to school there as well. And so she uh, put in a request for a visit to West Germany to see her school friends again, which was granted. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were there for, I don't know, maybe one or two weeks. Yeah. And then came back and then I went for another 10 days to um, Catholic uh, camp in West Berlin from the church also. So, you know, I had that mm-hmm. four weeks to... Living <laughs> <laughs> in the West. Yeah. So I guess as being a kid, you don't really have a choice, but what was stopping anybody from being given a pass to go to West Germany and then just not coming back? Uh, well... Um, it happened quite a bit. Yeah. I, it happened. I can imagine, it's like, yes, <coughs> yeah. off you go, just make sure you come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. normally, normally, um, I mean, I was quite surprised when I thought about it later mm. uh, that mum actually got a pass for both of us or permit, mm-hmm. you know, because normally they would keep one part of the family in East mm-hmm. Germany. So you would have a. So you'd come, come back, back. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, um, yeah, well, anyway, it wasn't hard for me to, to say yes to this uh, change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my grandmother wasn't quite sure yeah. was it, where it was, you know. She just knew it wasn't in Germany. Uh, and she said, oh, maybe Brazil. Mum said, oh, <laughs> mum likes coffee. So she said, oh, Brazil wouldn't be bad, you know. Yeah. And... Um, uh, then my grandmother came up with Australia. Well, nobody has ever heard of Australia, you know, so we had to get out a, a, a map, a, um, an atlas, yeah. and have a look where it is. <laughs> and after two days you found it. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, I was very good in, in reading maps and everything because my auntie taught me very, uh, at a very early age how to read maps because I used to, I mean, mum was always at work and I used to have to get around on my own. So I had to know where I was going and which way to get home again, you know. So 
she taught me to read maps maybe at the age of uh, seven. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was well into it. So you saw it on the map? Yeah. So far away, probably you couldn't... No, you couldn't... You can't really judge that on pages. True. You know, you yeah. have to have a card. We didn't have a card. And you couldn't ask anybody for a card, could you? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you pick Western Australia? Because you were like, I'm done with the East. <laughs> no, well, um, it was a fact that my stepfather was in WA. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? And so... Um, they got in touch, um, you know, writing letters. And then it sort of became more concrete. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, which I didn't realise at that stage, um, how far away it was, <laughs> actually, and that I would not see any of my relations. And... Um, yeah, didn't think about that at the time. Yeah. So um, anyway, then uh, when it started to get concrete, um, Mum said, "Well, you can't. You're not allowed to tell anybody because if you do, um, they'll arrest me." Yeah. Wow. As and a twelve, as a ten-year-old yeah, child. Yeah. 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 Good times. Ten. Yeah. yeah, at the time when it sort of started, mm-hmm. I think. And, um, yeah, well, anyway, it got concrete and then mum said, OK, um, it was set that it was going to be in October. Well, my grandfather, his birthday was on the 10th of October and um, mum was... Um, um, on sick leave at yeah. the time because she had an operation on her hand and so she said well, we'll have to do that in this time and it was um, school holidays for me so I was wow. alright but mum wasn't yeah. because normally if you were on sick leave you weren't allowed to leave the house apart from going to the doctor Okay. so um, anyway uh, it was the 16th of October we were going to go and the 10th my grandfather uh, was my grandfather's birthday and I knew uh, I could not keep a secret much longer so I knew his birthday would be the last time I would see him before we leave and of course he had to work he worked late he didn't come home my grandmother kept saying well you know go home because it's getting late and um you just come back and you know tomorrow or the day after but i knew i couldn't so they didn't even know no nobody oh no she would have done everything and she did after we left she got my auntie or wanted my auntie to go to west germany and get me back yeah you know um yeah it was um hard yeah and i couldn't tell her why i had to see my grandfather but uh, when i saw him uh, i knew after i left after i closed the door i was crying going down uh, the flight of stairs and they were up on the fourth floor so 
you know, I, it was quite a bit yeah. till I got down the bottom. And then uh, um, on the 16th, the only person who knew was mum's mum. Yeah. Like your great yeah. grandma. Yeah, yeah, great grandma. Yeah. yeah. And um, anyway, uh, 16th of October, we were supposed to leave at around about six in the morning, but it was raining and it was pretty heavy. Mm. And so mum said, no, we're not going to go in the rain. We'll, we'll go later. So uh, we did go later. And uh, by this time, we actually had a, a lovely place. Um, we had two rooms, a kitchen, mm. a bathroom, and um, but it was a, a sort of um, our place was here. There was a balcony we had to cross, and then we had to go through a kitchen and a uh, um, passageway yeah. to get out into the um, was this Treppenhaus stairways. To the stairways. Anyway, the people living in the front, the, so the kitchen that we had to go through, they were in the Communist Party. So oh, okay. that was, you know, uh, I mean, we were going to go through with cases or one case each, yeah. and uh, one of the women was in the kitchen, of yeah. course. So mum had an old telegram. Um, saying that she needed to go and see her sister because she was sick or something. So she had to cover the date on the, oh, on the telegram yeah. so that that woman wouldn't see it, yeah. you know, that it was an old thing. And, uh, yeah, that's how we got out. Then we got out, uh, got to the station, and Mum gave me my ticket, and she said... Okay, she said, when we get on the train, um, we're not talking, you don't belong to me. Because um, before Berlin, there used to be a stop where, um, not army, but you know, something similar, you know, they, they come through, yeah, they come through and check, and if they are sort of thought, oh, that person looks as if, they're going to go to West Berlin. Yeah, yeah. They'll take you out mm. of the train yeah. and try and get behind the story. So Mum said, you know, in case that happens, uh, if nobody in in the uh, um, what's this uptail in that sort of area that depart that um, carriage. Yeah, that carriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if, if they don't know that you belong to me, nobody will say anything. Mm. So you, you couldn't trust anybody. Yeah. Right? So anyway, she said, because if they take me out, you just stay on, stay in there, and you carry on. You go to Berlin and you go, you know where West Berlin is uh, or which station you can get off. Mm -hmm. So... And then you just go until you see a policeman and then tell him the story and he will, you know, send you to the right place. That's pretty scary. Yeah, it's almost as bad as going down the Midland line. 
<laughs> anyway, we got to this halt, and of course... So you uh, didn't talk at all? On no, the we didn't talk. No, and it was a slow train. Yeah. It stopped everywhere. Yeah. It took hours. I mean, we got on round about 11, and we didn't get to Berlin to, to uh, um, the refugee camp yeah. till 6 o'clock or... Wow. Did you see anybody get taken off like you were talking about? No, 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 we didn't see, you didn't look. Oh, but did you, so people... It was nobody out of, you know, where we were sitting, (laughs) so that was all right. Okay. Um, You know, and we didn't, and mum didn't know, did anybody from the uh, factory where she was working uh, uh, try to contact her and she wasn't there, so, you know, did they come to our place? Did... Um, my grandmother maybe come to our place and find nobody home and yeah. find it strange or anything like that. So they would, you know, immediately contact somebody. And of course, uh, yeah, even without computers, it would have gone pretty quick. How long did it take for everybody to find out that you had left? I don't exactly know. Yeah. Nobody, well, nobody was there. But you, you were see. going to West Germany legally, though, correct? Like the people on the, on the train, they're checking your tickets, so they're... Is that true? Well, uh, we weren't going legally, no. We were going... Like, my ticket was for Potsdam, yeah. which was an uncle from my mum. Yeah. Um, and mum had her ticket to the... Uh, nearly to the Baltic Sea. Ah, so you both had different tickets. To, different to tickets. Sure that they had no idea that you were... That's together. right. But... She had the excuse, well, she had to bring me to her uncle, drop me off there, and then carry on. Yeah, but there must have been a checkpoint from east to west. Uh, No, at that stage, there was, but uh, we we just got on on the S-Bahn. Yeah. I can't remember, I think it was the S-Bahn. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was the yellow one. That was the East German thing. And uh, uh, because you got day, you could go over, if you were in West Berlin, you could go over for the day. To East Berlin? It, it, to East Berlin, oh. uh, to uh, West, West Berlin. Berlin. Oh, okay. From the East to the West, west yeah. you know. And uh, um, you could you'd get like a stamp or something. Yeah. People you know. worked, right? In the West, and they'd come. Would they come back and? Uh, I don't know whether they worked, but I know if you lived in Berlin, in East Berlin, you could go over, because I was there with my grandparents um, a couple of years before that, and they had a, a friend in West Berlin, and we were able to visit him for the day. Okay. I remember that. And, uh, yeah, anyway, we we got changed the trains. And this was, um, I think the S-Bahn was taking us to Potsdam, or yeah. at least where, you know, we wanted to go. And uh, then we just got off where I knew that uh, it was West Germany, or West Berlin, mm-hmm. And then we actually did go as far as uh, 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 a policeman 
that we saw and asked him, mum asked him then, you know, how to get to the refugee camp. And he said, oh, he said, okay, he said, there's a tram up there and uh, you hop onto that and that will take you there. And he said, just ask the conductor, because at that stage there were still conductors mm-hmm. on the yeah. tram. And um, when we got on there, um, mum asked him and he said, oh, junge Frau. <laughs> he Young said, lady. Just, yeah, just follow the crowd. They're all going oh, there. <laughs> So it was quite a thing, you know, when we all got off the tram and and all went in the same direction. And when we got there, there was actually a queue going in. It was an old army... um, um, Army... um, Yeah, what do you call it? Kazan? Barracks. Barracks, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, seeing it was evening and... uh, um, we, we got a meal, we got some soup, and <clears throat> we got the soup in uh, aluminium oh. army tray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it, was, it wasn't a normal one. It, was, yeah. it, it had all uh, other bone, uh, dents oh. in it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I wanted to go back. Oh, really? Mm? Yeah. I wanted to go back. And the uh, uh, people that were can't remember whether in front or behind us. There was a couple. She only had one shoe on and uh, a handbag, and that's all they had. And that's how they came over the border. Yeah. They were chased by police. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But once they were over, yeah, see, there wasn't there wasn't anything. You couldn't see it. You had to know exactly where it was. You. Yeah. You know, there was nothing there. Yeah. And um, anyhow, uh, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to go back. I, d- I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mum said, "Well, you know, <laughs> there was like a food truck outside, That's but it was, uh, uh, it was with, uh, <laughs> yes, it was with sweets. And so she bought me some chocolate. <laughs> okay, we'll stay. <laughs> Well, then uh, we got um, a sleeping place. We had to get into this. We went into this house where our beds were. And I have never seen so many people in one house. Yeah. You walked in and there were people... Up the stairs, there were mattresses lying on the uh, what do you call it? The was um, upsatz, treppen absatz. Oh, like a. Are you talking about like a, a botest? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. A section of stairs. Yeah. It's just flat. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh yes. And you had mattresses yeah. there as well, so, so the thing went, was packed. Mm-hmm. So you went a refugee camp then? Yeah. And uh, um, anyway, then you, d- you didn't have a room, you had a bed. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, no, no bedding, like, you know, you just had army um, uh, blankets, yeah. which are not very nice. And they're quite abrasive, aren't they? Oh, I hated it. <laughs> and then you 
You didn't have a wardrobe. You had a, a like a locker. Yeah. But it didn't fit the cases. Uh-huh. Or even even if it did, we didn't have a lock, so you couldn't lock it. Okay. So whatever you couldn't lock, you had to sleep on, mm-hmm. so because sleep otherwise on it was gone. So you had to sleep on your suitcase. Yeah, yeah. You had to have your suitcase next to you, otherwise in your arm or whatever. Otherwise it was gone. Yeah. And uh, you had about. I don't know, I think eight or something like that, people in one room. Like you had double beds, like, um, not double beds, what do you call them? Um, bunk beds. Bunk, yeah, bunk beds. Uh, yeah, Ubo Nanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunk beds, yeah. 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 Yeah, so um, the, the uh, blankets um, that gave me the rest, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. You had no sheets, yeah. you know, there was nothing nice yeah, yeah. at all and because uh, you came from the west I mean uh, Germany was occupied by uh, uh, France um, the French British and the Americans yep. and of course the Russians but we were out of the Russian side yeah, so mum had to go she was interviewed by the three others and then uh, you could, I think we stayed about two days in this camp, and then you were put into another camp, but it was the same. We were 16 people in one room there. Wow. And again, you had the double bunkers, and yeah. uh, we didn't have uh, one, you know, where mum could sleep at the bottom and I was up top. No, there was one behind cupboards, and one on the other mm-hmm. side. So I was on the other oh, side. Okay, I couldn't right. see mum. Yeah. I had no contact to mum, which was horrible, but yeah. nobody changed really? beds. No, no, no. Anyway, again, you had a, a, a kitchen for everybody. You know, everybody sort of used this. It was a huge room. Yeah. Um, but no, there was no bathroom. Mum washed me in a basin, like, you know, um, and she bought a, um, a sponge, yeah. like a, a, a pink sponge. I wanted a pink sponge. <laughs> so, yeah, Mum got me that sponge, and because she washed me with it, and it was wet, and where would to put it? There wasn't anywhere to put it, so she put it outside on the windowsill to dry but it was gone the next morning mm. <laughs> it was gone wow <laughs> and then from there and then we stayed in berlin um, about a fortnight mm-hmm. or we're supposed to stay about a fortnight then all the papers had been yeah. finished you know and uh well you could only fly out of berlin because otherwise it would have meant you had to go through East Germany again, and that wouldn't have been possible. So, um, yeah, we were waiting for a flight, and it was delayed uh, twice because of um, it was November, so there was fog, so they couldn't start. Mm -hmm. But anyway, eventually we got to uh, West Germany. Ah, and then we were supposed to go in another refugee camp in Hannover, or near Hannover, And I said to mum, then I'm going home. I'm going back. Yeah. I was not going to go in another refugee camp. Yeah. 
but uh, we did get to one of her uh, school friends and um, we had to stay there. They, first of all, they said it was going to be six months before Australia cleared mum. Mm -hmm. And then um, we only stayed till March. We could leave on the 24th of March. Anyhow, I had to go to school there. And in East Germany, um, the teacher was not allowed to touch the student at all, you know. And in West Germany, the teacher just, well, they hit the kids. Uh -huh. And I wasn't used to that. And I was so um, angry, yeah. I came home and I said to mum, well, I said, if, if, if they're going to hit me, I'm, I'm, that. I'm, I'm out of <laughs> that school. <laughs> and uh, uh, she said, you know, well, what all my was yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, she said, well, if uh, they hit you, you probably deserved it. <laughs> so I had no... Uh, no support. No support from her at all. But uh, it, it never got to that. But, um, it, oh yeah, and the other thing that was, that I found funny was that uh, kids waited in the morning for the teacher to come to carry the bag into the classroom. I wasn't used to that, no, no, I never did that. <laughs> and she didn't like me, yeah. and it didn't matter what I did, um, she didn't give me very good notes, <laughs> even though I tried my best, yeah. especially, I, I don't know, at that stage, you had a, um, was called, was the name of a subject? Yeah. Oh, you mean a folder? No, not a folder. No, no, you had an hour. Yeah. And in that hour, like, you know, maths or, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and you had to, um... Also schön schreiben. You had to write. Oh, it was... Um, Perf yeah, perfect writing or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that just wasn't me. Yeah. And I tried my very best and I thought I was really good. It looked good to me. Yeah. It didn't look good to her. She gave me a bad... a three. I know. I was really yeah. so uh, cracked up about it. Four is a pass, five is good, six is like the best. So three is fail. No, three's not fail. It's not? No, no, no. Four is not bad. It's not oh. good. You know. Oh, it's the opposite. Oh, so one is, okay. One is the yeah. best. Two. Two is good. In Switzerland, yeah, three. it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Oh, no. No, it was, you know, So it was like just, that. it was a C, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You probably yeah. have lovely handwriting. No, I don't. I really had small handwriting, <laughs> yeah. but I really tried, you know, to yeah. sort of do it the right way, and I've still got that at home. Oh, really? I bet you do. <laughs> Mum gave it. Mum kept it. And then, so you were in West Germany, went mm -hmm. to school, mm -hmm. and then finally it was time to fly to Western Australia. Yes. And we started off uh, on the 24th. Uh, of March and in Germany it's spring but it wasn't warm at all you know so I had long night yeah. stockings on and long sleeve blouse and yeah. uh, I don't know it's like a costume 
I had made, yeah. or not me, but it was made for me, mm-hmm. and it was warm, you know. So anyway, that's how we started off, and we went from Cologne to uh, Munich, and then from Munich to Rome, and when we got on the plane in Munich, that's when it hit me uh, that um, this is it. I'm never going to see Germany again. I'm never, you know, I can never get back. And that was hard. Mm-hmm. Well, then when we got to Rome, we we had to wait for the for Qantas. We we. Uh, so you didn't have to wait for the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we had to qu- we had to wait quite a bit, you know. And anyway, we finally got on to Qantas, and then there was the language barrier. Mm. We had no idea yeah. what was going on, <laughs> or what anybody was talking about, you know. So. Um, from Rome, uh, we went to um, Athens, and from Athens we went to uh, Cairo. From Cairo we went to um, Karachi. Oh, in Pakistan. Pakistan. And then I don't remember whether it was Kolkata or whether it was um, somewhere in Thailand. Yeah. I'm not sure. But wherever we got down, ah, oh, when we got to Pakistan, um, that was sort of half past three in the morning. And uh, mum said, oh, it's going to be caught. Oh, this was the other thing with the uh, time. We had no idea about the time. Like uh, mum said, it's getting dark. Uh, we thought, we were flying into a thunderstorm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody on, on the other side, uh, on the aisle, you know, he sort of uh, got that mum was looking at a watch and couldn't uh, uh, sort of work out why it was dark all of a sudden. Yeah. And then he showed her the watch oh, and it okay. was a different time. Yeah. So anyway, when we got to, uh, uh, to uh, Karachi... Um, Mum said, oh, you better put your jacket on and, you know, it's going to be cold half past yeah. three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the door and it just hit me. Yeah. Anyway, the only thing I knew about that part of the world was that there was um, lepra. It's, you know, people having lepra. Oh, leprosy? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and so... And and this heat and this this funny smell, uh, I sort of thought, now can I actually breathe? Yeah. You know, or am I going to get leprosy, sick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, I could I couldn't really do anything with it. I only knew the name. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea what it looked like or what anybody looked like, so I didn't know. Anyway, we got off the plane and we had to get into a bus and the bus was driving us somewhere else and we drove along this street and you saw all these people lying on the on the road yeah. in white garments, you know, and I thought, oh my God, now are they sick? <laughs> uh, anyway, 
uh, we got back to, the, I don't know whether it was the same plane or whether we had a different plane, I'm not sure, yeah. and went to the next stop. And that was fantastic. We had a meal there and it seemed as if it was on the tarmac. Oh, really? Not sure. I can't remember. I only know it was it was weird yeah. somehow. But it was all, um, you know, white tablecloths and everything. It was really nice. And the food, you you put your spoon down or whatever, fork, and, and your plate was gone and you had the next one. It was really fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, from there we went to uh, Jakarta. Yeah. And in Jakarta it was hot as well. Yeah, and humid. And humid. And we were in a place and it had like a really big painting on the wall or something, you know. And I saw something creeping behind yeah, the picture. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I wonder where else these, these creatures yeah. are, you know. <laughs> So um, I just had a, a lemonade or so, something cool. Yeah. Next thing, next stop was Australia. This was the, you left on the 24th of March. This mm-hmm. was, got and to this was. On the 17th of May. No, <laughs> 27th of March. It was Good Friday, actually. Oh. That's a lot of, how many flights was that so far? Like five? Was it? No, three days. How many, yeah, how many, yeah, how many airplane flights did you have? Five, six flights. Oh yeah, it was it was uh, Munich, quite a few one, stops. Yeah, Munich, Rome is two, Rome, Athens three, Athens, Cairo four, Cairo, five, Karachi six, five, seven, Karachi to some Thailand or India six, then to Indonesia seven, and then yeah. Indonesia. So you had eight flights. Yeah. To get here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And oh, and the other thing was. Um, you had a huge carbon footprint then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you only had a case. You could only take 20 kilos. That's still the same as these days. But 20 yeah. kilos is probably everything you owned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it. That was what Maybe we came day. over with, you know. And, um, yeah, when we got to the airport, or oh, I got to the door... There was a, a a fire somewhere, and you know how funny it smells yeah, when yeah. it burns here. <clears throat> that was totally a new smell for me again. Again, and seeing that we were in all those other countries and 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 uh, nice airports, we got to Perth, and what did you yeah, see? Yeah. A tin shed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I could not believe it. And I said to Mum, "I'm going back." I want to go back. I did not want to go. I want to hop on eight flights back. (laughs) I did not want to go. And she said, yeah, well, you know, this is it. But, yeah. Were the swans there at that time in the front of the airport? There was nothing. I remember seeing an old photo of Perth Airport and there was literally like a pond with swans in there. I didn't see anything. It was all, well, it would have been March, so it would have been quite brown and, yeah. It was... No, 59 March 59 yeah so good Friday <laughs> anyway then uh, we're in the airport yeah and you know you have to go through customs and of course no English <laughs> and <laughs> and the <laughs> custom officer asked mum if she had any gifts and of course 
Gift, Gift is, oh, is, is poison. Yeah, it's poison in, oh, in German. And she had gifts. So, and mum said, no, oh. she pointed and she said she only had like tablets for her head, you know, oh, headache yeah, tablets. Yeah. yeah, and the guy just looked at her. <laughs> <laughs> and years later, we just, we laughed we over this. Yeah. yeah, we laughed quite a lot about that one. And then, uh, yeah, and then we got out and um, met my stepfather and... Mrs. Vina, yeah, and I didn't recognise her at first because I, I thought it was a man, because she had short hair, yeah, pants. You and know, that's where Robin Williams got the idea for Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you like Schnitzel though? She did. Yeah. Well, she had a German. Well, I mean, she was Austrian, so yeah, Vina Schnitzel. Yeah. She had a, a German housekeeper, and we had uh, lunch at her place, actually, in Mount Lawley. That would have been nice to, after travelling for so long, probably hearing lots of languages, not being able to communicate always very well, to finally have someone who could speak German. Yeah. And it's probably, then you hear another type of German, you've got this Austrian <laughs> German. So you're, you're speaking German, but I don't know what you're saying just yet. <laughs> no, it was, it was okay, yeah, we, we could really understand okay. it, yeah. Yeah, it was, that must have been comforting, at least. Well, it was. Yeah. You know, that was. I was going to school with uh, little no English, I'm guessing, or no English. Yeah. No English, and I had no school uniform. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, because in Germany and in Switzerland, most schools don't have a uniform. No. No. Oh, okay. So you just wear what you want. Yeah. The best thing about school was that we didn't have to go to school on Saturdays, which in Germany we had school on a Saturday. Yeah, that's terrible. So, yeah, it's six days. So how was it, yeah, like what Ben said, what was it like? What was it trying like? Trying to communicate. Some no, no school uniform, no English, well, I bet you fit right in. <laughs> well, uh, when I got to school, um, it was a Catholic school, and nuns, mm. and oh, I... Did you get beaten again? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think she knew because she was um, um, head mistress or yeah. head nun of the school there, and uh, she had to do the belting or whatever, you know, with the ruler. And the kids had to line up at the uh, at the back of our room. And at one stage, I turned around and, and she looked at me, and I think she knew, oh, no, she's just no on go eight, she's there. She's been on eight flights, yeah. she's still got jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, when I got to school the first day, I didn't have a uniform, so I had a dondle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dress with an apron. And once a week, we had um, church. And, of course, I wasn't used to having anything on my head either because mm-hmm. you didn't need that in Europe. Yeah. Uh, and here you had to have a, a cover for your head. Well, I didn't have a hat because no uniform. And uh, we used to have, uh, or girls had pinafores over their uniform. And what? Pinafores, like uh, Navikul Schurze. I mean, Wie ein Wickelkleid, 
okay. only without sleeves, to protect the uniform because oh. you couldn't wash it every oh, day. Oh, or, like thing, was it, or Yeah, it was something you wrap around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Around. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, you had that yeah, over yeah. your uniform so you didn't, you know, saw your uniform. Albert wore that same thing to high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, I wanted to go to church, so somebody put a handkerchief on my head, which I thought was ridiculous. But they didn't blow in it and then put it in your hair. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was so a it clean stick. one. It yeah, was a clean one. Yeah. The Fremantle doctor was in it. It was still sticking to your hair. <laughs> but... Uh, the nun took the apron off me, of my dress, and it, it's an apron, and like it's a, well, you know what a dirndl is like. Oh, yes, yeah. You know, and uh, she took it off, and I, I grabbed it back <laughs> and put it back on, and she pulled it off again, you know, because she had never seen a dirndl. Yeah. She didn't know it, and I didn't know what she wanted. I didn't know why I wasn't allowed to wear yeah, it. Yeah. She couldn't tell me. Do you know what it reminds me now, what you're saying? <clears throat> I haven't seen the movie for a long time, but Walk Boy, oh, where yeah. doesn't he go to school with his Greek, Greek his clothes on? School. Yeah, he's supposed to have wearing so, yeah. all his Greek attire. That reminds me of you going to school, you're wearing... <laughs> and he's sitting there with all of his, like, anti-pasto for lunch. Yeah, anyway, that, that nun was really good. The children were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um... They knew I was going to come and that I didn't know any English. And so they made a poster for me with, you know, cut out like soap and uh, shampoo and all of that and wrote the names underneath it. It was really lovely. And then uh, when they had something to do, the uh, nun would get me up front to a desk and then she would go through and pronounce the things for me you know and show me and mm-hmm. and uh, one of the women actually um she had a child at the school but i can't remember i don't think she was in my class and she just lived parallel to scarlet beach right her name was mrs mills and she must have gotten um some pamphlets that you could get uh, to learn English. And this is what she uh, uh, gave me. And she went through with it, uh, with me. And uh, I could take them to school so that the nun could go through them with me again to pronounce things mm-hmm. properly. And uh, that's how I learned English. And after, I think I was here for two months, and then I had to do my homework as far as I could. The other thing was, I mean, maths was, apart from, uh, you know, um, what do you call a, a written thing? Algebra. Oh, algebra. No, not, uh, we didn't have algebra in grade six. Oh, that, that was oh, another oh, thing. Oh, do you mean like number five, the way you write number five type thing? Um, no, text text uh, ah, questions, yeah, you know. Okay. I Where, couldn't do those because yeah, I couldn't solving. read them. Those problem solving ones, yeah. yeah. Albert has two apples and Ben has three apples. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the thing, uh, there was no metric system here. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh. That came 66. And uh, so uh, with uh, money 
like pounds, shillings and pence. I had no idea. And so we had this either multiply or, or di division thing, and I, I divide it. But it was wrong, of course, because... Um, well, it was right after 66. <laughs> <laughs> after 66 yeah. it was, yes. But, uh, you know, you had to multiply, say, whatever was uh, from... If you had anything left from um, shillings... Yeah. No, pens, then it was 12 pens was a shilling, okay. and then 20 shillings was a pound. And so you had to multiply whatever was at the bottom by that amount or, yeah. But it, nobody could tell me why. <laughs> why was it 20 there yeah. and why was it 12 there? And, you know, it was, it was strange. Yeah. I, did not get behind it. Yeah, that's probably why they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's how it doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite a thing. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, when you think about it, oh. but the best thing was when, I mean, coming from a city into the bush. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That was just, you know, in, in, in Halle, I had uh, a tram. Yeah. I could hop on anywhere and just go or walk, you know. Here... Um, you a bike with one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Any farm can get it out. <laughs> yeah, you, there was nothing. There's trams in the city, though, I'm guessing, but not... There weren't any trams anymore. Really? In no, you, you still had the... Um, the Sheenan uh, oh, tracks, tracks. Yeah. yeah you could see the tracks yeah. but they didn't have them they had electric buses oh yes I remember seeing those yeah mm, with the things at the yeah, top yeah. running at the top that's right I mean maybe they'll come back again I don't know well yeah everything's going electric so both <laughs> was ahead of its time yeah that's right that. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool that was um, that was really interesting to hear about so many things we haven't we can't even grasp eight, really. eight flights to get to Germany. Yeah. Now you just jump on one, off you go. Yeah. 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 And I don't have to pack my whole life away. Yeah. So we've got a couple of other little topics, games that we play. If you're keen to games, to games. Play. Oh, not games. Like we have things like ten words, ten thoughts. Oh God. Fact or fiction? Oh. Um, what? Did you have, yeah. <laughs> did you have any questions? More questions for Heidi? You've been back to Germany a few times then, since. The wall came down and it was reunified. Um, well, actually, I was in East Germany just a couple of months, like September, uh, before the uh, wall came down yeah. in November. And it was terrible. I went to, uh, um, you know, when you start school in Germany, mm. especially in East Germany, not so much in West Germany, but in East Germany, it's a real thing. It's uh, um, you celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, uh, my sister-in-law was um, was this Pate? Um, uh, Pate, um, like godfather. Yeah, she was a godmother to one of the children living in East Germany, mm -hmm. and so she was invited over for this uh, school start from her. 
And because she didn't have a licence and my mother-in-law would not drive that far, um, I had to drive them. But I had to take Regina as well. So I drove my mother-in-law's car, Mm -hmm. you know, with the four of us in there. And we got to the border. It was on a Friday. The uh, um, celebrations were on the su- Saturday. And because it was night, um, like midnight, uh, we had to have a, a visa, like a like a visa to get in, mm. or permission to get in. And it was from I don't know, twelve o'clock, midnight, somewhere uh, on a Friday. So anyway, we thought, oh, right, we get in, you know, early <clears throat> so that we can just drive through, you know, hoping. Anyway, I uh, um, put a, a, a peppermint in my mouth because I thought, ah, oh, maybe, you know, driving for a couple of hours already, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to have fresh breath. Yeah. And, of course, I still had the peppermint in my mouth when I got to the border. And we had to show our passports, and he asked a few questions. And, of course, I just answered with, hmm, because mm-hmm. I still let that uh-huh. lolly in my mouth. And he kept asking the same question, and I thought, oh, I was really, I was really getting worked up about it. And at the end, I just said, yes. And he said, oh, well, that's what I wanted to hear, yeah. and I thought, Yes. You know, you feel like screwing somebody's neck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, then going in, uh, we had to change money because you had to change so much per day. So we, we did that at the border as well. And then we carried on and we got there. I don't know, you, you were only allowed to... Um, well, you couldn't really drive fast because the roads were terrible. So uh, we got there maybe just before lunch or something. It took ages to get there. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, we helped there to um, get things ready. And the next day, uh, just before the celebration started at the school, the grandfather from from the child that was starting school said to us, "Ah, oh, um, have you been to the police?" Mm-hmm. No. Well, you ha- you have to you have to go. You have to register. And it was after twelve, so it, uh, it there was nobody there, right? And he said, "Oh, look," he said, "I know the guy who runs the thing. I'll ring him." So he rang. He had a phone because he was um, in the fire brigade. Oh, okay. So they they got a phone. Yeah. Otherwise, you didn't have a phone. Anyway, uh, he rang the guy, and the guy said, "Oh, yeah, we'll just send them around, you know." So we got there, and there was a woman. She was just packing up, and uh, when she saw that we had come in. 24 hours earlier, well, she went off her face. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was really giving it to us, you know. And uh, 
I didn't know what to do anymore. I was, I was so frustrated. Anyway, um, the uh, uh, grandfather came in and he, he said, look, he said, it's all right, I'll talk to whatever his name was. And then she quietened down and uh, gave us whatever we needed, you know, on, uh, you had to get a, a, a stamp or something in your, in your papers. Uh, yes. Uh, and that, that was nerve-wracking. And um, anyway, we stayed there for a week. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, it was a very, very hot day. And we got to the border and there were just uh, rows of cars trying to get through. And it was taking forever and a day. And uh, my sister-in-law said, look, uh, my mum is going to take Regina out of her seat, right? And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to look after the cases because we had a few. And, uh, well, grandmother is going to look after Regina. Well, we finally got to the guy who was going to look at our uh, car because he had to take everything out because mm-hmm. they were looking into every space. Sometimes they'd even take the sides, you know, from the doors mm. and everything. Oh, yeah. They'd take the ca- car apart, yeah. you know. And uh, Regina decided she didn't want to get out. So how did you get a child out? With bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, you couldn't get it with bubble gum. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, eventually we got her out. I got nervous, like hell. Yeah. And the guy behind us in the car, he was out, you know, sitting on his bonnet because it was so hot. And he said, look, he said, just calm down. I've got time, just calm down, yeah. leave it, you know. Yes, so my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law and Regina were behind the car with all the cases, which the the guys sort of looked at and said, well, how long were you here? Well, so many days. How come you've got so much luggage? And uh, I said, well, we've got a a child, you know, you need a lot. Uh, Anyway, got through that and he said, right, he said, open up the bonnet. Okay. It wasn't where mine was, you know, in my car. Oh, okay. It was somewhere else. Mm. Well, so he got a bit upset. He got a bit nasty. And I said, well, it's not my car. Well, why isn't it your car? So I had to explain all that to him. And, uh, yeah, he found everything. I, I couldn't move the seats. I was that nervous. I, nothing worked mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, well, right, <laughs> we're not going to get through here. <laughs> Coming back to Perth. <laughs> get those eight flights back. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, what, what did they do? I think um, you were only allowed to take so much. You could take in quite a lot, you know, didn't matter, but you couldn't take much out. Okay, yeah. Like presence of that, that had to be like under say under 120 marks or something (laughs) (laughs) terrible terrible but anyway we got through that and then you have to you have to wait for your passport 
and that takes a while before yeah. that gets through and they look at you in all you know from all directions they go around and look under the car with mirrors yeah eventually we're allowed to drive but you're still not at the border it, there's still a long way to go and you're only allowed to go I think I think it was 20 you weren't allowed to go very fast and you could see cameras you know oh, okay. and then it it was just shocking you just you know sweat would, was yeah. just pouring down and then after you sort of knew that you were out oh it was just a relief and the first Rastplatz um, was it um, oh first um, stop yeah service station oh you, oh you mean the, like the yeah just a little little place you know where about six cars or something can stop yeah those um, a car base or whatever oh, yeah. do you know those areas like where you just, those yeah, areas, yeah 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 uh, we just got there and just opened up the yeah. <laughs> all the doors and and just sort of tried to breathe again you know yeah and then two months later we couldn't believe it that the uh, uh it actually came down yeah it, it that was just tremendous that was yeah that was fantastic freedom such a long time mm. Mm. fact or fiction are you re- ready for fact or fiction Mm-hmm. Fact or fiction? Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay. Do you, do you want, want to go? Oh, do you want me to go first? You can go first, Albert. Okay, so keeping on with today's theme. Oh, you have a theme. Back in 1700, 1756, German nearly became an official language in Pennsylvania due to the influx of German immigrants and Amish some of the Amish who came from Germany, Switzerland and Austria, that Germany nearly became an official language in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania? In the United States. Oh, 17, oh. 17. 1756. 1756. Yeah. Were they still there? Yeah. So what happened because there was such an influx in Pennsylvania that didn't have the millions of people it does now, it's still quite a rural area. Yeah. That it was something like fifty-one percent of people had German-speaking background. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was going to say because if, if and you can have in uh, South Australia, there's a the South Handorf. Australian German. When they the, the Handorf? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. why not Pennsylvania? Yeah. <laughs> so you think it's fact? I think it's fact. Do you think it's fact? Yeah. Yeah. Fiction. Uh, yeah. Ah. But a lot of there's a, there's this myth where people say German nearly became an official language in the states, mm-hmm. but what actually happened was. They voted on translating 3,000 laws into German. And it was 41 to 42, so 42 voted against it. So 41 voted for it. Mm -hmm. But my dad told me that German nearly became an official language and then eventually, when you look it up... No, he was lying. (laughs) He was lying. It's it's a myth. Apparently a lot of people believe it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it would be... You know, it could be possible. It yeah. could be possible, so yeah. So many in South Australia, yeah. not America. Mm. But I guess 17. It's a bit, 1756, 1756. It's yeah. a bit... It's a bit, bit early for... Yeah. Isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> well, when was Germany actually become Germany? Wasn't it a bunch of um, 
German like states or oh sorry German speaking yeah. people yeah yeah, yeah. So present day German yeah. unified German language yeah anyway. anyway so what's your uh, what's your one keeping with the theme no uh, the air in the average elevator is three percent fart <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that's fiction <laughs> it's two point one yeah it, it can't be. <laughs> Is yeah, that I just made it up. It's fiction. I was going to say, no wonder I, I don't like your elevators. <laughs> Changing topics. Maori's used to rebury the dead. Rebury them? So they bury them, they'd get them back, and then they'd bury them again. Ooh. No, no, no. It sounds plausible. No. Nah. Sounds like something that would Act be. or fiction? That's where the hungi originated. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't believe that. So you say? Nah. Fiction? Oh. All right, let's go. Let's go. Fact. Why not? So it is a fact. Is it? They used to. What happened is, when they had passed away, they'd wait a few weeks, then they would bury them. They'd let them decompose, and then they'd take them back, and then they would scrape all the cartilage and, and the remaining meat or flesh away and then they'd use their bones they'd paint them and then use them for things oh, oh so they didn't eat the meat no they didn't eat the oh. meat no <laughs> <laughs> you know what I hung eating is that but no so you didn't get I didn't even a hungy it's like where they bury or they cook food underground with coals oh okay because it's yeah. volcanic oh okay it's hot in the ground yeah true jeez I would know nothing about New Zealand <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Sorry, I just um, need to check this out. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. It's okay. Loves to just be in it. Hey guys, I actually made it into yeah. Podcast 47. I was getting tablets. She's got her own podcast up there. I'm going to go sneak out and see if I can get in again this week. Well, I made fun of Val, but he didn't know what her home is. You don't know about my podcast. <laughs> Alright, it's, yeah, you'll go. Um, yeah, beat that. That was a good one. Uh... U.S. military scientists successfully bred a shark and a crocodile with, plan- <laughs> with plans to release it in rivers in Vietnam to aid with war effort. No, that's a that's fiction. I can barely read that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's fiction. <laughs> I like it. You love that so much that you're laughing. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, but I can't can't control it. I just shark it all to stop those Viet Cong. <laughs> Maybe they'll make a movie, like, what do they call it? What's that Meg one now? They call it oh, yeah. Craig. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last one. Now you have an option. Oh, God. I've got two. Do you want one more rude or less rude? Lots of rudeness. Well. So I'll leave it to our guest. Less rude or more rude? Oh, I don't care. Uh, whatever. Whatever you think is more... Um... Funny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? My mind's always in the gutter. It depends if I <laughs> have I come up with these ones or are they true? <laughs> yeah. So you want a rude one? Rude? Mm-hmm. Right. Rude, oh gosh. Cleopatra probably invented the first vibrator. <laughs> mm. That was like something she didn't do. <laughs> how much do you know? How, how much do you know about Cleopatra? She, she, wasn't, she wasn't Egyptian. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I feel like she, and I don't think she was too fond on the guys, on the fellas, right? Um, I don't know, I don't know. What do you guys think? True or? I reckon it's true. Fact or fiction? Not fiction. It is fact. Ah. Yeah. But they say probably. So do you want to hear the story? Mm-hmm. In fact, many academics have agreed that Cleopatra filled a box with angry bees and then placed it against her genitals for pleasure. The buzzing of angry bees inside the box created a vibrator-like sensation that she used. Even though, yeah, even though Cleopatra was ethnically Greek, her invention was obviously inspired by her rule of Egypt. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> DIY. <laughs> so, I just have to jump in. How risky is it to have all those bees flying around down there? <laughs> no, no, so she put it in like some type of box. She had it in a box, but... Okay, mine's not quite as good as that. Barack Obama briefly held the record for the most number of M&Ms held in a mouth at one time. Have you said a, a true one yet? Oh, this is true. I want to say that it's true. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> so you just came up with three, with three fictions. No, I had one real one. But it was so obviously real. A blob of toothpaste is called a nurdle. What? A blob of toothpaste. It's yeah. Called a nurdle. It's called a nurdle. I didn't think the Barack Obama one was true, but I thought, you can't give me three pictures, <laughs> so I'm going to have to go somewhere. Because you know with these ones, right, when I've got time, I sit at home and try and find, yeah. but I was running out of time today, so I was like, all right, Barack Obama, <laughs> tiger, tiger, cook it all. Oh, that was good. Mm. Next topic. What have we got, Ben? So did you, you said, if you could be anyone for a day. Oh, yeah. If you could be anyone for a day, only one day. So you would wake up as a different person and you would go to bed and you would then wake up as yourself the next day. What person would you want to be for that day? Me? Yeah. Well, I had a naughty answer. (laughs) Cleopatra, by the sounds of it. (laughs) (laughs) Because of (laughs) these. But then I thought someone like Jeff Bezos and I'd be just writing checks to Ben Botka and buying Ben Botka gifts. (laughs) So when I wake up with me again, I'm like, yes. That's a real smart. Yeah, it's quite smart. Thank you, Alfred. How about you? I went a little bit different, but that's actually a way better answer. Um, I was... I actually didn't have anyone. I was trying to think of someone. I was thinking I would choose um, like Brad Pitt or someone who's quite good looking or George Clooney who would just be able to... I don't know, it would be interesting to know what it's like. To be good looking. To be good looking. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to just have what you want for a day. Yeah, yeah. But mm. when I think about it, your idea is better. Mm. I like Actually, it. I could do the same. Brad Pitt's got plenty of cash. Yeah, but I've got way more. 300 billion, isn't that what he's worth? You with your peasant money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And then I'd come back and I'd be good looking and rich, so... <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Is there anyone, if you could be someone for a day? I'd like to change things. Yeah. Uh, like tonight there was this thing in uh, in the news, did you see it? About, um, you know, um, kids at school, like... Um, oh, um, attacking teachers. Attacking teachers out. And I, I'd love to be like a, a judge or somebody who could... Do something about that. 
didn't go just sentencing kids to to life in the mines no 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 not in the mines but (laughs) you know you've got it there has to be a consequence for it because uh, otherwise it will not change well, very, I like how you've gone. Let's change society and better. Yeah. Like, how can I sleep lives, with yeah. a good-looking woman? And you've gone. How do I get rich? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll definitely be a man because I want to know what sex is as a man. Oh. <laughs> I was actually thinking about. Yeah, like, what are you going to do with the other twenty-three hours? Fifty-six <laughs> minutes of your day. Fifty-seven minutes. <laughs> but then I can do a rich man who's a judge. There you go. Yeah, see? Yeah. 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 I ordered you that for would be sex. Ideal. I thought Good about Good looking as well. <laughs> I thought about that as well, being like Penelope Cruz or something. I was like, oh, yeah. I've gone. Yeah, maybe you're just in your bathroom all day. The interesting one. Oh, wow. I just wasted that day, I guess. <laughs> easy come, easy go. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, ten words, ten thoughts. Oh, yeah, if you want. So this is, all you do is the first thought that comes into your head. Okay. I say a word. Okay. And you say what comes to your head. Oh. Um, that won't be any good. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Okay. So, if you want, no, this will, this, this will be easy. Heidi Klum. Hmm? Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum? Yeah. Hmm. Well, she's got money. Yeah, money. Yeah. Uh, I think, like Halloween. <laughs> Why? I'm pretty sure she's renowned for dressing up in mm. the Halloween outfits. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Good one. I would like to know what it's like to live with a guy who's so much younger. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Nachos. Mmm, liquor. Did last night's dinner. <laughs> Venus. Stars. Fly track. <laughs> Tarantula. Don't know what is it. Spider. Tarantula. Those big spiders. Oh. Um, take a big. Uh, uh, Walk around. Circle yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fangs. Mercedes. The car. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Wanky. <laughs> Gastro? Mm. No. Pooper? <laughs> <laughs> jungle? Gastro jungle. <laughs> jungle? Jungle. Um, wild animals. Jungle book? <laughs> G string? Oh my god. It hurts. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> it depends. Spaghetti? Lecker. Mm. Pulver. Pulver. <laughs> Last one. America. Crazy. Democracy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the world's oldest democracy, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just thinking some of those words combine them. Spaghetti America. G string spaghetti. <laughs> Gastro jungle. Yeah. What was our next topic? That was it, wasn't it? Was it? I thought there was one more thing. You could be a person for the day. Would you rather? Oh yeah. What would you rather? Mm. I actually don't have a what would you rather. Okay. Do you? I have two. Okay. Should we do the first one and then do the waffle? Oh okay. Yeah. Would you rather live in East Germany or? No, just joking. (laughs) 
Would well, you? it depends Where? if you okay. mean now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Because it, it has changed. It's, it's nice now. Uh, would you rather be able to read people's minds or move objects with your mind? Move object. Yeah. Hmm. Read people's minds. Would you? Mm. Would you? What would you do with it? Use it against them. Mm. Okay. Steal ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anticipate. Oh, you don't anticipate really anymore, do you? You know what they want to do. Mm. Could you use it to get for, to gain wealth? The, I guess what your question would be is, um, can you shut it off? Because sometimes you don't want to hear. Mm. Oh, maybe. No, I just yeah. let's just say no it's all the time. And same with moving objects. Says move everywhere. If it's all the time. Then maybe I'd go moving objects. But if you could just you could shut it off. If you could, so if you just concentrated to read someone's mind, I guess like if you wanted to move that class, you'd have to concentrate. Yeah. Then I would say definitely read yeah. people's minds. I just think you'd be able to do more, do more without people knowing and make money mm. without that's people knowing. That's the thing, just mm-hmm. money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just so I don't have to work. Yeah. With moving objects, you almost have to keep it a secret. Like, how do you make? How do you profit out of moving objects? You could without like, people knowing people would have to know depends how yeah I don't know would you be able to just steal people's wallets <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get anything out of it now yeah. it'd just be cards you'd have to use the cards the whole time oh uh, yeah of course mm-hmm. yeah okay I think reading minds as well there's got to be a way you can it would be fun like read minds to move stuff just to annoy people yeah. like they come back and their glasses yeah. like, yeah. that, that's all you would do would just be move things slightly so people's out, out of people's reach so you yeah, and 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 chairs out from underneath. Yeah. <laughs> 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 whole life. This homeless guy is moving chairs. <laughs> people trying to eat just keep moving. Yeah, yeah. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah. That would be yeah. quite funny. Yeah. But have to go that. Do you want to do a waffle? Would you like to? Or do you want to? Yeah, I mean, if you want to, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure how this one's going to go. So, would you rather not? How we can try it? Yeah. Okay. Are you still hungry? Not really. Are you hungry? Not really. Okay. Well, You're the one who brought it. I over. did spend a lot of money. Yeah, so, so let's do it. Should I tell you what it is? Yeah. Okay. And you please do not feel obligated uh-huh. to eat this one. So we've got a uh, chocolate chip waffle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some smashed avocado. On it, yeah. Uh, some smoked salmon. Oh. Uh, with some ice cream and maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> All on top of each other? Yeah, so... Oh, oh okay. Are you keen or... Not really, then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do it or not? I reckon if you brought it over... Okay, just make a quick waffle. Unless you'd rather just keep it as separate items of food. No? Right, yeah. We'll... Let's keep it going. Okay, let's do it. 346 minutes later. Oh, are you excited? No. <laughs> do you think this could be one of the worst ones we've had? Yes. <laughs> I'll, just get... I'll get a photo of you, Heidi. Of me? For the podcast, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. So smile. <laughs> okay, would you like to try some? No. You wouldn't? No. Should I go first to make sure yeah. it's like fit for human consumption? Yes, please. I'll eat anything, so. <laughs> Pierce, so. 
for breakfast. Is it good? Mm. It's weird. I don't know. Mm. It's not terrible. No, it's not. I mean, she not like all of it. It's not the worst piece of food I've ever had. Jesus Christ. I should have read the packet that was the uh, salmon it probably said do not mix with ice cream and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> no, this looks so wrong. It's like lots what? of good ingredients, but that salmon. Don't you oh. like the salmon? I do like it by itself. Hmm? I just can't separate it from all the other ingredients. Do you want to try it? No, no. <laughs> Because I quite back. like salmon, so I, I I intend to still like salmon afterwards. Hmm. Look at him. He's wolfed it down. Heidi's like, mm. I mean. You have to you finish know. it, it's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. No way. Would it, would it have been fine without the salmon? Yes. Maybe bacon? Probably, because bacon goes with everything. Mm. They do do bacon on waffles. Yeah, do, chicken and bacon. Chicken and bacon. Do you bacon. like it like Well, you know what? You just separate it. <laughs> in your mind, you're like, mmm. My mind's weak. Some, some <laughs> salmon and then the rest of it. Mmm. No. Sorry. Sorry, no, you, you separate it in the mouth. Do you want to? I don't want to waste it. No, I'm but fine. One, one half of a salmon waffle is good enough for me. <laughs> God. I'm washing out with some beer. Some glorious non-alcoholic beer. Did you have the last? What were your other? Oh, did I? Okay, I had said I had two, didn't I? You had two. This was a weird one. Would you rather be a chicken or a cow for a day? <laughs> cow. Cow. Maybe chicken. Be nice to see what it feels like to lay an egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends what the chicken is. Is it in a cage? Yeah, same thing as a cow being milked. I wanted to say this is an answer for someone who's never breastfed anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be milked the whole day. Yeah. That's only a couple of times a day, isn't you it? Probably don't want to lay yourself like down. Just because you see how they've got barely any space. What chickens or cows? Both cage. I'll be a free range chicken. A free range cow. Yeah. Free range cow. Imagine that you pick a day and it's like, why are we all getting on this truck, guys? <laughs> <laughs> How about you? No, I prefer a cow, I think. Yeah? Well, not a chicken. Not mm. in a cage. No, we're talking free-range chickens here. Free-range? Yeah, there's a handsome rooster who'll just walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Big, tall rooster. Yeah. yeah, well, if you have a rooster with it, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. That's all I had. Oh, thanks, Ben. Thanks, Heidi. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. It was nice. Thanks for chatting. To hear your story. Mm. Glad thank you me. finally got here after three three weeks of flights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was expecting a boat trip. To be fair, <laughs> I wasn't expecting air travel. No. Well, I went back on the boat with uh, Sally when I went on the working holiday. We had to go around uh, South Africa. And, and that was faster than the age. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it was three weeks actually as well. Three and a half or something. Because we couldn't stuff. go through the Suez Canal. Yeah. So we had to go around. It yeah. was interesting. It was full of young guys all going back 
because they didn't want to go uh, to Vietnam here. Uh, no, that's not in the 60s it wasn't (laughs) I watched a movie yesterday called The Greatest Ever Beer Run it's got Zac Efron in it and apparently it's based on a true story where there's this guy uh, he decides that he's going to take a bunch of American beers or beers to his mates serving in in Vietnam so he just goes packs a duffel bag full of beer makes his way to Vietnam and then at one point in time uh, the guys over there thought he was with the CIA so they're just letting him run through the bases and stuff like that. He's giving beers to his um, beers with his mates. That's yeah, pretty good. Pretty funny. <laughs> if it's based on a true story, you don't know how much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. You just go to a war zone so you can give some beers to your mates. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you next week. Thanks, mates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, yeah. Ben. Yeah. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Bye. Good night. Yeah, Albert, don't need to get the rest of it. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. Ah! Curious ramblings. <laughs> oh, Bon Jovi, homie!